Hey everybody, uh, I am back, I guess. Uh, this is Hunter uh, as part of We Are But Men Podcast Networks. Um, I've been gone, I've been busy. I And as you're about to learn over the course of, uh, I think, a, a couple of the next uh, podcasts that we post um, here uh, on We Are But Men, I've been, I was out of town, I was in California. I, I was doing uh, Comic-Con. And uh, while I was out there, uh, I had a great time, as always. Um, and I got to meet all kinds of cool people, and I got to run into uh, some of my friends. It's super weird because uh, I went out there for the first time ever, um, was it not last year, but the year before, so two years ago. Um, and I didn't know anyone. Like, I literally didn't know anyone out there. I went, I was covering it for gonzogeek.com, and uh, even when I got... Uh, to San Diego and the guys from Gonzo Geek, I met them. Um, I'd been working with them for a year on the website, but I'd literally never met them. So I was 100% by myself out there on the other side of the country. Um, and so then now fast forward uh, two years uh, later, I'm out there and I, I now have like friends um, that I get to see when I'm out there, which was super cool. And uh, that's what this... Uh, first episode of a new podcast yeah i know i've got a bunch of new podcasts i've got too many already um but i wanted to do something different um my tv stories is very fun i like to get to talk about tv shows because i have a deep love for those um but each episode unless you've seen that particular show it it's uh it's a little too uh niche i guess if you i mean if you haven't seen Saved by the Bell, who hasn't seen Saved by the Bell, or like Breaking Bad, or How I Met Your Mother, or things like that. You can enjoy the episode, um, but you, you won't fully enjoy it if you haven't at least seen some of it. And with Two Guys That Grow on a Wrestling Podcast, um, you're not fully going to enjoy that if you're not a big fan of wrestling. So I wanted to do something else, a much more broad strokes uh, kind of uh, podcast where I just have somebody on we talk about uh their life their like uh, the, uh, the plan is to get people to have interesting lives um actors uh people that own websites people that run other podcasts other comedians uh wrestlers people that run bars stuff like that and uh and just talk to them about how they got to that point and this is that first episode it's uh it's called please be my friend uh that's what we're going with just because i need people i want people to like me deep down and uh, they do cool stuff, and I want to be friends with people that do cool things. And hopefully, uh, when you listen to some of the episodes, you'll want to be their friend too, and you'll want to check out uh, what they're doing with their lives, um, and also whatever services they may provide, stuff like that. So hopefully, you guys will listen to that and uh, enjoy them. Um, this is the first episode I got. To, I cheated. Um, I talk about that in the episode. I cheated and interviewed somebody who was already one of my friends, um, as opposed to a, a stranger that I'm trying to uh, convince to be my friend. Um, I talked to Tiffany Mink. She's, uh, she's a friend of mine from, from way back. I mean, about, about 10 years now we've been friends. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it might actually be 10 years this summer, but, uh, she, she runs and owns and operates who's it's and what's it's. It's, uh, I, I've mentioned them on the podcast a couple times, actually. They're uh, a Disney themed, uh, clothing line that she, designs and creates all of her own stuff um so yeah this was my conversation with tiffany mink at uh at at uh, comic-con while we were out there we 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 had a hard time trying to sync up comic-con's busy super super busy you know what i'm saying it's that you you have a hard time trying to find time 
to actually just sit down and talk to someone for for 30 minutes to an hour um about their life uh so it's it's it was it was an interesting uh uh event uh for me like it always is um but i got to see tiff and i got to see some of my other friends and there's another episode that i recorded not of uh this but of my tv stories where i ran into some of some more of my other friends but yeah this is is uh this is please be my friend episode one with tiffany mink and uh, it is sponsored to you by NerdBlock. I figured that would be a good one for. Uh, I just got back from the uh, the nerd mecca that is Comic Con, and uh, NerdBlock's an awesome thing. It's a it's a subscription based box, uh, just like uh, you know the, the Nature Box is that I also uh, talk about on the on the podcast all the time. What you do, it's all about choice though. Uh, you get to as a subscriber, you select whatever theme best suits you. They've got like classic comics and arcade and horror and it's pretty awesome so you pick your thing based on your personality and your interests and then every single month one of their expert nerds dungeon crawls through hundreds of items to select outstanding gear toys collectibles whatever to ensure that you get the maximum enjoyment out of every single nerd block and then all you have to do is sit back, relax, and they will ship it to you every single month for as low as $16 a month. So make sure to go and check out nerdblock.com for all of your nerd block needs. Uh, everyone loves uh, nerd block in their own way. Um, I'm a big fan of the horror block, personally, just because I like horror films. Um, but you go on the website, you pick what you like, they send it to you every single month. So check out nerdblock.com. Also, check out the first ever episode of Please Be My Friend with Tiffany Mink. Now, go, go. Tiffany Mink, the head in charge, I guess is the, <laughs> the easiest way to say it, of uh, who's it's and what's it's. Girl boss. Yeah. Um, tell, we're going to start off, just tell me a little bit about uh, what who's it's and what's it's is, and then we're going to go backwards. Okay. And then go back to the front again. I see what Tarantino you're doing. Tarantino style. Mm-hmm. And do a re-edit at the end to yeah. re-release and get that extra money grab. And then, and then we're gonna do a black and white version. <laughs> and then we're just, and then just the blood is red. Great. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna, a, it's I, a big plan. I can't wait for that cut. <laughs> yeah, okay. everybody's waiting for that one where we put the two volumes together. <laughs> oh, that box set though. Yeah, it's all about uh, that box. Set. Special features. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> who's it's and what's it's is. A Disney-inspired clothing line that I started because as an adult Disney fan, I didn't really want characters on t-shirts and feel like I was dressing like a three-year-old. Like I wanted, I wanted something that was kind of cool and yeah. hip and things that were like, you know, show my, oh. Oh yeah, by the way, we're at Comic-Con. Um, yeah. I forgot, I should probably have said that. We're, we're literally <laughs> recording like in a hallway right now. We've been, Tip and I have been trying to sync up our schedules to talk about uh, stuff 
just all, so busy. Yeah, yeah, all week, and it's just we kept uh, missing. We finally got a time, but we're in a hallway where there's a, a queue happening right before, so they're trying to hype the crowd. Um, no, it's a lie. They're all excited for who's this and what's it, yeah, guys. Yeah, that's it. Get the adult-themed uh, <laughs> Disney, Disney stuff. stuff because you didn't want uh, kid clothes. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I didn't want to. I didn't want to feel like I was dressing up like a three-year-old, and I wanted, you know, I don't wear the same thing I wore when I was ten years old, and I wanted that to change with me, and basically just made stuff that I thought was cool and yeah. for my, you know, my fandoms and. It's really what it is. It's for super Disney nerds because they're not obvious things. They're very subtle nods. And there's other people out there like me that want that. Okay. So, and and I'm I'm one of those people. I am a a frequent, a frequenter of who's it's and what's it's. I guess frequenter, is that even a word? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Patron? Patron? Patron. Patron. There we go. I'm a patron of who's it's and what's it's. Um, uh, Okay. So you're doing Disney. I just got to where did your Disney uh, love start? Um, I think like with same with everybody is we all grew up with Disney movies, and being from Bristol and being such from such a small town, Disney movies were really kind of an escape mm-hmm. to something, you know, adventure in the Great White Sun. Yeah, you know, we all like want must something. <laughs> must be something out there. A whole new world. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, it really started with, I mean, I wore out my VHS tape as a Little Mermaid and replaced it, like, three times when I was a kid. Um, and then, yeah, going to Disney World, my like, I have very vivid memories of my first trip to Disney World, and I was, like, five. I did, too. I was six? <coughs> not, no, I was seven, 91, is when I went the first time. And uh, Hollywood Studios still didn't, it was still MGM, MGM. Studios back then. Yep. Uh, with the Earful Tower, it didn't have anything. Uh, it had Star Tours, it had the Great Movie Ride, and it had Indiana Jones Stunt Show, and that's it. And they were like, well, this is good enough for a theme park. I guess we'll just open it, because uh, Universal Studios yep. exists, so we've got to compete with them. Here's our third gate. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> for no reason. Um, is that Will Wheaton? I think I just saw Will Wheaton go out of the bathroom. I'm not kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, you get some interesting things happening here, and... And Comic Con. Um, anyway, so yeah, your first trip to Disney, uh, vivid memories. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's really a testament to kind of how impactful Disney can be on all of us because I, I mean, that was two decades ago, and I still remember things that happened, like specific things that happened, and being able to like actually feel like I was transported somewhere that those memories have stuck with me for so long is kind of like. A really special thing. Yeah, I you because you and I are very similar in that sense. Um, I'm a huge Disney nerd as well. Um, my first Disney memory was Space Mountain because I was just tall enough to ride it <laughs> when I went. And it's the first thing we did. We got there, and then we got on Space Mountain, and I rode it, and I was like, "This is the best thing that's ever happened." <laughs> like, um, so that, that was yeah. So like that. And the first movie I ever saw in theaters was when they re-released Snow White. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah, and the first movie I saw in theaters without, like, a parent or, like, a sibling supervisor was The Lion King. So, like, I have, like, a Disney history yeah, like that. of uh, landmarks in my life. My dad took me to Beauty and the Beast when I was, I must have been, like, four. 
and I was, I don't remember it, but apparently I was so scared we had to leave the theater. <laughs> that movie's weird. It is. <laughs> it's super intense. It re- like, uh, especially with, you know, the hostage situation. Yeah. And Beast killed the guy. Beast. No. no <laughs> uh, he fell. He fell to his own doom. But Gaston there's that, there's stabbed that, the guy. There's that, one, there's that one theory that if all the household furniture is people like the whole yeah. west wing is just destroyed furniture yeah, just dead bodies so everywhere just, so when everybody reverted back there's just a whole wing of his castle that's just body parts now god <laughs> so messed up i should make that that should be a yeah. hooded shirt is like the the west wing mortuary like people are dying to come here yes to visit the west wing that's why he's telling everybody to stay out of the west wing he doesn't <laughs> want to hiding his dead bodies yeah, in there all right, so look at that. We're standing now at Comic-Con. Now we're standing, because uh, you can never get too comfortable at Comic-Con. No, God, no. <laughs> they want you uh, constantly moving at all times. Um, Comic-Con secretly a diet plan. Dude, I, I'm going to be, <laughs> from the backpack that I'm hauling around, uh, to uh, not eating, because you don't because you, you don't think about it, and then you're finally like, oh, I haven't eaten all day. Yeah. Um, and just all the amount of walking. I'm going to be... I'm going to be... So fit. Oh, yeah. So fit. Yeah. My milkshake's going to be ready to bring the boys to the yard. Just in time for summer. We're going to have summer body at Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's for. Okay, so let's go back. I, I'm cheating on this uh, particular podcast because uh, we are already friends. Shh. Yeah. Um, no, we're not. <laughs> shush. <laughs> but we're going to go uh, further back. You, you, yeah. You're from... We're from the same area. So, Bristol? Uh, that's... Northeast. You're in the Tennessee or the Virginia part? I, I was born on the Tennessee side, but I grew up and lived on the Virginia side. Okay. So it's Northeast Tennessee slash Southwest Virginia. Yes. It is the same city and two states. Yeah. It's dumb. I think I've <laughs> talked about this before on one of these epi- like a, a, one of the podcasts that I do. I do far too many. But uh, about how that's a city for people that don't know. Uh, Bristol, it exists in two states. Um and there's a the town line, the state line goes right through the middle of the street, and there's a little plaque in the road mm-hmm. that says, like, this side you're in Tennessee, this side you're in Virginia. Which is really confusing because the state taxes are also, like, double in Tennessee what they are in Virginia. So depending on what time or and what side of the road you're on when you buy something. Yeah, and alcohol uh, oh, yeah. purchases are different times in each city. And before they did the nationwide legalization of gay marriage, you could get gay married in Virginia and then cross the street into Tennessee, and it didn't matter anymore. Yeah, it's a weird town. Their yeah. motto was a good place to live. Not even like a great, like they, they just, knew. It was like, oh, it's, that's yeah, good. That'll do, pig. <laughs> that'll do, pig. That'll do, that's Bristol. Bristol. Um, so you were raised, uh, went to high school. Yeah, you know, did high school stuff. Growing up thing. Yeah, went to college. Did the whole thing. And before, before, <laughs> no, you, you were in college when we met, right? That's no. when we met. Like, I met before. When did we meet? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I met, um, I mean, I met your camp. I was a sophomore in high school. Well, yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't super close with them. I was still in, I was still in Bristol. Yeah. I was like 17. Jesus. I was a child. That was the summer I turned 21. I don't remember a lot of that summer. Okay, well, fair enough for you. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, what's this? I can buy booze whenever I want. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. Um, you were, uh, friends with one of my friends. Yes. And that is how we met. That is how we met. Um, in the music scene. 
Yeah. You were big in the. You used to be big in the music scene. I was. I worked for Warp Tour for a few years. Okay, and that was during college or after college. That was my first job out of college. First job out of co- and you were and working for the Warp Tour. I was working for Warp Tour, like dream job right out the gate, and I'm like, huh, now what to do? <laughs> I just graduated college uh, last year. Uh, <laughs> took me a while, and uh, my first job out of college was. Uh, I'll let you know when I have one. <laughs> uh, come work for Comic-Con. Tell yeah. people not to sit down. Yeah, that's, that's the dream. Um, your legs will be in fantastic shape. Um, so you, how did, how did that come about, the Vans thing? Oh, I like, it was, it's funny because I was asked a lot about how I got that job because... At that point, the pit reporter position had been evaded. Like, it was around. It was already a position like, that existed, but nobody knew about it because... And pit reporter is? The pit reporter does the content. Basically, you're the Warped Tour content creator. Okay. And at the time, the pit reporter was writing, like, write-up reviews about, like, the shows and just, like, kind of being the person that was reporting on everything directly for Warped Tour. <clears throat> and um, I just saw it and applied and got it like it was not like I didn't know anybody it wasn't like a special because everybody was like oh who'd you know like like yeah. no I just I trolled the Warp Tour website because <laughs> I was Warp Tour obsessed and it was always like super important to me and it was like went up and it was like we're accepting the first 200 applicants submit a video I'd never made a video before um, and they called me like two weeks later and I kind of I kind of put it on the map, the pit reporter position. <laughs> Sounds so stupid. It would be but, nowhere without me. But no one, I, I went in, and because I was so excited and maybe a little naive, I was like, I'm going to do a video report every single day, which back in 2009. Before, you know, technology. Was, was pretty, like, I shot everything on a flip. Like, that was the hot oh, thing. Oh, my God, I right? remember those. Like, everything on a flip cam, nothing was 1080. YouTube, like, was not nearly the monster it is today. Like, social media and everything was very different. And I just tried to capitalize on it the best way that I could. And now I set the bar too high for all the other pit reporters, and they all hate me. Like, I've met all of them, and they're like, ugh, but why? You're the worst. It's, uh, to give you a good indicator, uh, a lot of you went up on MySpace. Yeah, Back yep. when, MySpace. Yeah, MySpace was still a thing. They were, were a sponsor. MySpace, I think, actually gave me... I had a branded MySpace flip cam. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a mouthful of things that are <laughs> irrelevant now. Yeah, I wish I had a, my, my T-Mobile sidekick <laughs> and my Surge hat. And my... Uh, what is the the, the Zunes? Oh, the God, a Zune. Microsoft Zunes. Good luck with that. <laughs> it went over really well, didn't it? Yeah, you nailed that one, Bill Gates. Um, so you jumped from hit reporter to what? What did I do? Um, I well, I was I, after the pit reporter. Obviously, I'd met some people like out on tour and tried to network and stuff. And um, I started working for Vans Music mm-hmm. with their marketing uh, marketing lifestyle director and was doing content for them writing and going to some events and doing videos and stuff and um yeah that that kind of brought me out to california because there was a hey we're developing a music marketing position at vans we really think you would be great for it but obviously you know location is an issue and i'm like no problem i want to go to california anyway so i packed up everything i moved out here kind of on a whim um put all my eggs in one basket 
and it didn't happen. Not because of anything like it was out of their control. Their Vans is actually owned by a larger company. Surprise! What? Um, it's not companies <laughs> that are just their own. Yeah. That's bullshit. So he, uh, they had told me there were budget cuts and they had to keep everything in a house. So I was stuck being like, oh crap. Now what am I'm I on gonna the other do? side of the country. Yeah. Remember that U-Haul I just paid like $3,500 for? Like the, all of my money? So yeah, came out and just tried to make it happen. And luckily I knew I had made um, some connections and knew some people from Slide Bar, which is a venue out in Fullerton. They did a lot of punk rock shows. And mm -hmm. they were like, hey, like we would love for you to come in and do interviews with people that we have. So that kind of floated me for a while and got a full-time job at Mophie, which was crazy. It was, it was like, I kind of like hit a wall mm -hmm. where it was like, I need, if I don't get a full-time job by the end of this month, like I'm going to have to move back home and things with Mophie just kind of panned out and I got a marketing position there and then other stuff happened. Then I went back out on tour again and then other stuff happened. And then I was a marketing manager for a flashlight company. I've just done a lot of really unrelated <laughs> a, a lot of it turns into, and then something happened, and then something happened, and then something happened. Well, you know, like, I, there was, like, some, some things happened at Mophie that were kind of crappy, and I needed, it was a toxic situation for me to be there, so, like, I needed a bolt, and yeah. I did. And then my Warped Tour connections came back through, like, just in the nick of time, went yeah. back out and did the pit reporter thing again, but for Kia, and because that was only, like, for a summer... A guy that I knew at Mophie was involved with this other flashlight company. Like, I know more about flashlights than any, like, 27-year-old girl should <laughs> ever, ever know, know yeah. about flashlights. Uh, what's, what's the most interesting thing about flashlights, Dave? Nothing. Nothing is interesting about flashlights? Um, your, your cell phone can do it now. That's the basically amount, what. <laughs> yeah, the amount, the amount of lumens that you can get out of particular battery sizes is astounding. The only thing I know about Lumen is that she was Julia Stiles. She was played by Julia Stiles in that one <laughs> season of Dexter. <laughs> that is all I know about Lumen. Um, Great. Yeah, nailed yeah. that one. Uh, I would have not done well in the flashlight biz, as it were. I, I didn't know anything. They just, I don't know. I had done, they needed someone that was like, it was um, their U.S. imprint office. And so they just needed someone that could do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And since I had done, like, I had done social media, I had done writing, I had done, like, copywriting, I had done, you know, a bunch of different, like, events. I was a huge event planner there and did all the trade shows and stuff. So just because I had background in all these different things, they were like, we need you for this. We'll teach you all the other stuff. I don't know. And, was, and then, then you like, got okay. there. It was cool. And so what it was worked. your what was your favorite uh, memory from, from Warp Tour? Oh, God. Um, like, I feel like I had a moment, what, well, for, for starters, I'm, like, actually friends with bands that I was obsessed with. Mm -hmm. Like, Chris Toot from NFI, like, is my friend now. Nice. And that's, like, super crazy to me. Is it, uh, is it weird, like, no, because you put them on a pedestal for yeah. a while, and then it's yeah. like, and now we just, you know, we're, yeah, we're buddies. Now we're friends. That's like, well, that's like, I never talked to Matt Skiba while I was on tour. I'm like, nope, I'm not even, <laughs> nope, he's, nope, not gonna happen. Um, I just admire from afar. I'm like, love you guys. Um, but yeah, I think just those, those moments, like, I, I specifically remember, I think it was like a New York show, and I was watching Anti-Flag side stage, and it was like just 
a really like the weather was great that day like I was in a good mood that day the show was particularly great the crowd was crazy and it was one of those like it was just one of those like really reflective like I'm watching my now friend play this amazing show their crowd is like going off and being able to look out in the sea of people and just being like it really reminded me of why I loved Warped Tour so much yeah just like just little moments like that and just music in general too you know what I'm saying because yeah. music is one of those things that can have that sort of impact on people and it's really neat um, to see it um, I I think it was the summer we met I'm so or either that or the next summer when I finally went to my one and only Warped Tour mm-hmm. uh, in Charlotte I think it was Charlotte yeah and uh, drop was it Dropkick? Drop yeah, Dropkick Murphy was the big like, because uh, they did that thing where it was Dropkick and Flog and Molly would like trade off year to year basically. Yeah. And yeah. so I got one of the Dropkick years. Day. And it was also that summer that Fallout Boy hit. Oh uh, God. When Sugar were, Sugar were going down was like a monster and you couldn't get away from it. Yeah. And uh, so we went and uh, I was with a band called K1 Royal and. Uh, and the girlfriend of one of the members of the band. And we'd never really talked up until that <laughs> moment in our lives. I remember And so we're hanging out, the five of us. You were off doing something else. Like, we didn't see you no, like, yeah. at all that, that day. Um, and so then the band just leaves me and this girl, whom I've never talked to ever. And then it starts f***ing pouring down rain. I remember that. And she and I would have been more dry if we jumped into a pool. Like, it, like I could like I could wring out the water in my arm and it was like a, a towel yeah. it was f***ed up um, and then at the end of the day the rain pulled back and Dropkick Murphy was playing and the biggest like most insane mosh pit was happening and like in the middle of the mosh pit the band K1 Royal came back in and we were like <laughs> ah like we hadn't seen each other in like hours and like it had been a very very tumultuous time for myself and and my new friend like that was the day that we became friends because we had to um and so then we were like friends <laughs> and uh and saw the biggest most uncoordinated guy ever doing a mosh but he was like the strongest dude ever and like picked up uh, picked up one of our friends by his ankle who was on his back and then just held him by his ankle like a like a giant gorilla would do like gorilla grod would do to a victim and, I, and then it was just like, yeah, and then just set him down and patted him on the head and kept uh, very unathletically skanking about. Um, it was I, 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 That's one of those ones where it's like, I will remember that moment forever. Um, yeah. So good job, Warp Tour. Um, <laughs> um, let's see, where to, where to, where to? How did you get to Who's It's? How did you make the jump um, to Who's It's? Well, Who's It's was always kind of a side thing. Um when I moved out to California and needed money to, like, you know, pay rent, because California rent is insane. It's not the same as Bristol rent. Nope. Um, <laughs> like, my dad, what he pays for his apartment is literally, like, less than a fourth of what I pay for mine with the same square footage. It's insane. But, um, anyway, I when I came out here and I was doing, like, my video side work, I still needed kind of some supplemental income and so I started up an Etsy store because I was always like into doing creative things and you know like crafting and stuff and just kind of made bracelets on Etsy it was super easy like a fun thing to do and at that point I had made some friends out in California that were within the Disney community they were like in the entertainment department in Disneyland oh, nice. and 
That was cool. So like they kind of kind of inspired like that whole Disney boost in my life, I think it's fair to say. And so I made these bracelets and people were like into it and did that for like a year. Then I moved to my own store platform from Etsy because it had kind of became its own thing, mm-hmm. which was cool. Whenever you, whenever you get to a point where you don't have to rely on the search function of Etsy, I feel like yeah. you're you're on the right path. So Can I, we talk about how like there's different like stages in your life where Disney happens. Like when you're a kid, it's one type of Disney. And then when you're like a teenager, it's a different type of Disney. And then when you're an adult, it's a different, but it's all the same. Like you never feel that moment where it's like, I'm too cool for like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're, once you're a fan, you're always a fan. Yeah. You don't have that, the teenage years where you rebel against the system. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like used when I was in high school, that being into Disney wasn't really a thing. Oh, it wasn't. Like you didn't, no one like made fun of you if you were into Disney, but it just like wasn't a thing that people were vocal about. And now it's like the cool thing to do for all the teens to go hang out at Disneyland after school. Like, it's it's because they own half the fucking world now. (laughs) It's true. Uh, They They have all the buying power, man. Like all the buying power. They got Star Wars, they got Marvel, they got, I think they finally lost the Power Rangers. Uh, They had the Power Rangers for a bit. I didn't know the Power Rangers were as big as they were until you come to, like, Comic-Con. Because I remember watching it as a kid. I remember watching the first ever Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the movie in theaters. And then uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much where I dropped off. There are still people that watched it at the same time that I was watching it that are, like, obsessed with it. And there's been, like, 400 different series at this point. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. So I don't... Uh, so it, it blew my mind that it was that big. And to the point that, like, we get press notifications about it every year where wow. it's like, come and meet the new cast of this an- but, another Power Ranger but, show. But, like, the Green Ranger is, like, still doing it. Yeah. What? He's still on the show. And he's, like a, he's like a legitimate badass, too. Like, he can legitimately kick your head off your shoulders. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, you, you made the jump from Etsy to creating your own yeah i use um i I mean i still use it today like i'm on big cartel which so am i yeah and that's because of you (laughs) you're welcome a lot of any any of my business acumen which is there is very little you you know this for a fact uh anytime anything happens uh i'm always like tiff didn't i make fun of you for shipping for like ever i I didn't know shit about (laughs) shipping because i i my first cd came out and i was like how do i ship this thing to people and you were like, God, Hunter, get it together. Media mail, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm busy being an adult. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, move to, move to Big Cartel because at that point, I mean, and I also still, like, at the, on Twitter, I still had, like, 6,000 people following me from mm-hmm. my, like, glorious Warped Tour days. Yes. So I did have uh, the help of, like, almost like a captive audience to kind of put out there in the world, like, this is what I'm doing now. And people were, like, cool with it. And we're like, this is great. And then my friends that were in Disneyland that were kind of became their own like animal on the internet, they they helped promote it and and like helped it be pretty self sustaining by itself. And the first thing I like clothing item I did was the first the first version of the Peter Pan beanie, and I made like eighty because mm-hmm. I was like that seems like a safe number, and they sold out in a day. Jesus Christ! I had no like pre, you know, I didn't have any sort of like campaign for it. I didn't really have, you know, I was like, here's a new thing, and then they were gone. Yeah, I was shocked. I was I was on the way here to do this interview. I passed somebody wearing one. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> there it is. My sister was in Chicago, 
uh, and she went to go see an improv show, and somebody got pulled up on stage, and my sister took a picture of it, and she's like, she's wearing your beanie, because I have one, of course, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's Chicago. Like, it's... It's everywhere. Yeah. Like, my, my friend is a math teacher in Vermont, and she's, she's had, like, really cool summer and has been doing... She's, like, the chaperone on all her fun trips, and she was... We were talking about, like, she's trying to come out here, our friends are getting married or whatever, and she was having, like, a hard time trying to get out here, and her classmates were like who is this person she's like oh like she's a company called who's it's and what's it's and her students were like you know who's it's and what's it's <laughs> and she's like i had no idea like this was the thing um so yeah every time i go to disneyland and it's i i can't go to disneyland and not see something yeah. from the store which blows my mind every single time every That's time pretty awesome i'm i'm a, I'm a big fan I keep Thanks. I keep sending you ideas and you shoot them all down because yeah, well, rightfully they are terrible. Girl uh, boss, it's really just it's I really just a that. shirt that I want for myself. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to do uh, the Tiffany Mink and just go. You know what? F- it, I'm gonna create a store for myself. <laughs> and I have a captive audience of now 400 Twitter followers. That happened today. Hey now. Booyah! <laughs> so I'm gonna start <laughs> my Comic-Con. yeah big cartel and uh, create my my one shirt from the Princess and the Frog that I really wanted. Um, no, you designed a shirt for me way back in the day that I still wear. Oh my god, the skeleton yeah, with, with like the, the bird. bird. Yeah. I was I had a great idea and I was like I some for some reason like this idea of a bird, like a Tweety bird, not like Tweety Bird Looney Tunes, but like a little chirpy chirp bird standing on top of a skeleton and yep. being like and you made it for me and gave it to me for my birthday and I still wear it. And you should have sent me that. I'd love to like post that and be like, look, look I at some of my I, first hey, look, designs. I, I totally can. I know I, I sent you a picture of it of a bajillion years ago, but um yeah, I'll yeah. say. Yeah, I'm gonna find Please it. Send that to me. I'm gonna find it and send it to you. That'd and be then, a very fun time. And I remember you did the, the <clears throat> mock-ups for my, uh, voodoo doll movie. That yep. Never got made. When I found those, I was like, <laughs> "Holy <laughs> crap!" That was Look a bajillion years ago. Trying to too. do some production design back uh, in the day. That was the beginning of I, your. I have. I wear too many hats. I can't even. I can't even draw. You know, it was like I can, I'm gonna we try to do this today. thing. Um, we, learned, <laughs> we learned your inability to draw today. Yeah. Um, so that led to uh, you also do Thingamavlogs. Yeah, Thingamavlogs. It's a new YouTube collab channel with me and some of my friends where we do Disney content like every day on YouTube, and it's just awesome. Yeah, it's just the <laughs> it's just like it's I I've missed doing videos like because mm-hmm. I was doing them for so long for Warp Tour and I was like man like I really miss like. I miss the shooting process, but I miss the editing process, and I just miss, like, having your voice out there in a different way. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's been received, like, really well. We had a meetup in Disneyland, and security came and broke it up, and, like, we thought we were going to get kicked out, and they were you like... rambunctious youngins. Like, they approached us. They were like, um, so you guys are from the internet? Uh, next time you come to the park, we really suggest that you get a plaid. And plaids are, like, who... Like, Matt Damon walks around the park with. We're like, <laughs> that's funny, Disney. <laughs> So yeah, it's just it's been like it's been popping off on Thingamavlogs. Yeah, it's like a f- cool thing. It's real. So, um, you're at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, what's been your favorite thing about Comic Con so far? I've won something big every day. So far. Jesus. <laughs> so yesterday, yesterday I won a set of um, Shatari soldiers from mm-hmm. Avengers. Nice. It's like a $500 sideshow statue Jesus set. Christ. And then just like two hours ago, I won this super dinosaur robot. You can control him from your phone and you can like feed him steak and he's like happy or you feed him socks and he goes crazy and is mad. Oh, I thought you were like, I now I'm with you. It's like a Tamagotchi and you feed him like Yeah, but he's steak. a real, he's no, a real no, thing. I, yes. In my brain I was like, why are you feeding the robot actual <laughs> steak? 
the robot can't eat the steak. It can't enjoy it. That's a waste of steak, Tiff. Yeah, he's cool. And then, um, I don't know, just a little while ago, uh, Yondu kissed me on the neck. There you go. You know, that's Comic-Con for you. Michael Rooker, um, having fun, yeah. like he does. Uh, last year I was here, and there was a big, like, uh, Walking Dead um, meetup happening outside, and they were all getting their picture taken. And then Michael Rooker just ran up and jumped in it, and everybody was like, oh, shit. And, like, and it was so, so like, cool. yeah. Um, so, uh, you, you, uh, ways to, to reach you and find your shit online? Yeah, sorry, I, um, I just saw another famous person walked by us. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm wrong. He's just, he's just cute. Yeah, you can, um, <laughs> so I met, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna check out Who's It's and What's It's, it's at Who's It's What's It's on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff on Facebook, and it's Who's It's What's It's dot com. Mm-hmm. If you spell it out, it's like who sits and what sits. Yes. Like makes it easier. Just like from um, Little Mermaid. It's from Little Mermaid. Who's, Who's it's and what's it's galore. You want, thi- you want thingamavlogs? Oh, um, did you see that? Plenty. Um, you you've got some. Not plenty, <laughs> but you've got some. You've got some. But yeah. who cares? No big deal. Um, I always want more. Right. Yeah, and if you want to check me out, I'm like at Minkus on Twitter and at Tiff Mink on Instagram. Those are my, my personal That's the deets. ones that aren't just Disney pictures. Yeah, those are, I mean, let's be real, a lot of them are still Disney still pictures. Disney pictures yeah. It's just like selfies. I understand. It's just an outlet. From, from my <laughs> please, face. Please look at my look face. Look at this face. Do um, you have any big things coming up on Who's It? Anything new? Um, then we're almost done with the next t-shirt design. It is an ACDC Hercules mashup. Ooh. I actually don't think you know about that. Did I tell you about I that I don't. One? I knew about no. the Robin Hood shirt. Yeah, well, the Robin Hood one dropped. People are super fan of the Hoodalali yes, tour a, t-shirt, which is fun. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, I have the Ramones Seven Dwarf shirt. Yeah. I really like the idea of that series. Yeah. Like these Disney rock and roll mashup Did you send me the fun. one for Lilo and Stitch? Because that's my yeah. jam. Lilo and Stitch is my, I'm going to say favorite Disney movie. Um, which is not. That's a, fair. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I saw that one. I thought so. Um, Siri thinks I'm talking, I don't know. Siri said I thought so. That was yeah. weird. Siri was agreeing. Siri kind of knew that <laughs> Lilo so. and Stitch yeah, was my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that one, and I'm excited for this Hercules shirt. Yeah, no, it's gonna be super fun. Yay! Um, so uh, we've had a nice, fun conversation. We, we did. talked about your backstory. Yeah. We talked about how we met, kind of. Um, talked about all the many different hats you wear and how you head <laughs> in charge. <laughs> so, Tiffany Mink, even though you already are, oh will you please be my friend? Oh my God! Yeah! Yay! <laughs> Thank you very much. I yeah. hope you enjoy the rest of your Comic Con and uh, good luck with your sales and yeah. whatnot and win some more. I want to uh, win some. I'm gonna see what I can win tomorrow. You're gonna win Robot Chitari, is what you're. Oh gonna, my you're god! It's gonna be a space whale. I want down. the gun. I want the, the what is <laughs> the it? Item, item forty-seven. Yeah, yep, I want that. Thanks. Where, how, why isn't she shown back up? I don't know. Movies? I don't know. She'll you be know, an Ant Man or something. That's a whole crap. other conversation to have. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, that was the first episode of Please Be My Friend. Um, Tiff is super cool. Um, I'm a big fan of Tiff. Uh, I always love getting to see her. She's out on the West Coast now, so I don't get to see her uh, as much. So it was a great thing that I got to see her as much as I did this weekend. or Well, that weekend. Uh, it was super fun 
to do that and get to talk to her about uh, the whole who's it's and what's the thing. Because I've, I've known her and I've known this whole process, but it's very weird to talk to her about the jump from this to warp tour to the and like now she's you know running her own company and that's super cool um but make sure to check her out it's who's it's what's it's dot com who sits what's it's dot com um also make sure to check out nerdblock.com uh to pick your box uh your subscription box for as little as 16 dollars a month they will ship it straight to your door with uh toys collectibles clothes comic books whatever uh it's pretty awesome check them out and also check out some of our other podcasts again i talked about um at the very beginning i have my tv stories um and as well as two guys a girl and a wrestling podcast uh so far we got three podcasts going on uh the we are but men podcast network and we have uh several more in the works that are coming up hopefully by the end of summer so yeah make sure to check this out um i am on twitter Twitter.com at Hunter Standup. I'm on Facebook, Facebook.com. Oh, talking too much. Facebook.com slash The Hunter Show. So, yeah, check us all out there. And uh, we're on iTunes, so make sure to like and subscribe and do the whole thing and tell your friends how great we are. Um, and, and when I say we, I'm hoping to get more people on these things that aren't just me talking. Uh, I feel very uh, self centered. Uh, and I'm, uh, I mean, I am self-centered, uh, but uh, I, I don't want you all to think that about me yet. Uh, usually uh, people realize I'm a much later into our friendships. Um, so I don't want you all to, to, to see behind the curtain and, and reveal that the great and mighty Oz is just a, a, a you know, a, a balding bearded man who thinks highly, way too highly of himself. Um, but uh yeah, that's it for, for the first episode of Please Be My Friend. Uh, make sure to check us out uh, on the We Are But Men podcast network. Yay!